Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the Women in League show, Season 2, Episode 24, my name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. Uh, tonight, no Geordie, no Sienna, but we've got Mon and we've got Tasha, and we are very excited to talk all things rugby league. The NRLW season, well, we, we quote-unquote are moving into a, uh, into the off-season, but plenty of exciting rugby league to uh, to share with you guys as we go across the states in both Queensland and New South Wales. But before, before we do that, let's quickly jump into our warm-up. And the one. And the two, and the one, two, three. Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. Now, Mon, I'm going to go straight to you because this segment idea was we have quite a bit of fun, a bit of a giggle uh, before we hit record, before we, before we jump onto the episode, and uh, thought it'd be a good idea that we bring that to air. So, um, yeah, let, let's, I guess, have a little bit of a, a chat and a little bit of a reflection of some of the stuff you've been going through. Mon, uh, major debut there for the in, in the Harvey Normans competition. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, so was privileged enough to um, make my debut for the Newcastle Knights Harvey Norman side yesterday. Um, and we got the win over the Western Magpies. Oh, the, sorry, the West Magpies. Um, and it was just a day full of emotions. Um uh, you know, a lot of anxiety and nerves, but um, just so much pride and excitement as well because I didn't think I would be playing in this competition this year. I thought it was kind of just going to be a learning year for myself. But to be able to start in the number nine jersey yesterday was was awesome. And, and it's just another dream that I've been able to tick off. Yeah, it's so good, Mon. And uh, did you get the chockies? Yeah, yeah, we won. We won, yep. Yeah, there we go. Excellent. All right. Uh, Tash, what about yourself? So you went, obviously, to, to watch a fair bit of football. I, I know there's uh, there's never there's never any such thing as, I guess, too much rugby league, but obviously you went down to the, the Tasha Gale uh, competition, saw a few teams play. Talk to us a little bit about some of the uh, the rising stars in the game and, uh, yeah, had a bit of a, bit of a good outing there. Yeah, Dan, absolutely amazing. Firstly, it's a feel-good moment. Shout out to our fellow panellists, Mon there on making your um, debut, but looking to the future, Dan, um, I watched the semifinals. All four teams out there were absolutely outstanding. And um, look, I just urge all our listeners to get to Combank Stadium on Saturday at 11 a.m. You are going to see an awesome grand final. This These players are our future, like, like the, the Roosters, um, all four players in the semifinals definitely deserve to be in the grand final. Uh, the Roosters um, had the win over the Tigers and your beloved Knights, Dan, um, got the upset win over the Eels. And just the players there are incredible. I want you to keep an eye out for uh, Kaya Waters. Uh, she'll be playing in um, fullback for the Knights. She's got incredible vision. Um Mia Madison scored two tries on her birthday on the weekend. One intercept was incredible and her change of pace is outstanding. And um, you guys uh, always love your number nines. 
and I'm just going to say something to you, Sophie Clancy, player to watch. And not to forget the Roosters, um, Rosemary Beckett in there at halfback. Um, look, it'll be outstanding footy and the future looks great. So yeah. feel good moment, definitely. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love that. And, uh, you know, as everyone knows, I'm a very, very biased Newcastle Knights fan. So go the mighty Newcastle Knights. We'll see how we perform there. But no, great to provide some coverage of some of the, the pathways football that's happening. And again, Mon, congratulations on your debut. Many, many more caps uh, ahead in your future, my friend. All right, guys, well, let's jump into our first segment for tonight, the breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to plan at all. Uh, and they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, here we are in Queensland as we head up to the BMD uh, Premiership. It's... Uh, uh, a competition that uh, you know we've been following for quite a while here at Mojo Sports, and we are very lucky to have a very special guest on the show, uh, Mariah Storch. Welcome to the show. Hey Dan, Tasha, how are you going? Uh, we're going really, really hey, good, but uh, pro- probably uh, probably not as good as you, my friend. Uh, you know, obviously you're captaining the, the Central Coast uh, Capra's there, and. I mean, there's no time to waste. Let's just jump straight into it, my friend. Um, a lot of great football's been played so far uh, this season. Uh, take us on a little bit of a journey as to, you know, how the season's kind of built for you because, um, you know, obviously we'll talk about the here and now shortly, but, you know, there's been a lot of um, hard work that's gone into the season so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it was it was good to start with. We had a good um, pre-season early on. We did a lot, we did about three camps early, so... You know, got everyone together and then, yeah, we've just been fortunate enough that we've had, you know, a few home games where we can have everyone together the night before. Because obviously we're um, all from uh, different areas, I suppose, coming together, um, you know, the night before we play. And, yeah, we just, it just seems to, we just, yeah, we just seem to come together as a as a side, especially when we're playing. Like, we're not, um, we're not individuals. We're, we're all just there together, like. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I suppose the the turning point we could have, you know, the first game against um, West, like it could have been a turning point for us. Could have we could have won it or we could have lost it. Like, and I think because we because we come out of the top, you know, it, it boosted everyone's confidence for the week after. Yeah, look, Mariah, you've got four games, four wins under your belt. And we all know that um, we spoke to you last season about the difficulty of getting all players from, um, you know, distances to get to train together. But there's something special about the Capras. And you seem to, like, pull it all together. You just said that we are a team. My friend, you are the captain. So is there any sort of special message that you're giving to these players that is obviously working to make them gel together so well when geographically, you know, it can be quite hard? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it like that. I, I, I do see myself, I suppose, as a, um, as a leader. And, you know, when, when, we're not, when we're not together during the week, we obviously put in that effort um, away, from, away from training and, and I think everyone sees how much effort um, all of us girls that live away put in, and then therefore, you know, they want to put in that extra effort. Um, so yeah, it's just we just seem to work really well as a team this year, and it, you know, it's good to have a few of them girls that played last year back in the same team again. Like we've got pretty much the same side, other than maybe three 
key roles as of last week or this weekend just gone. Yeah, absolutely. And then let's dive into that and, and talk a little bit about um, how that's kind of been working. We've been speaking to quite a few teams and, um, you know, positives and negatives, you know, bringing in stars, making it gel, building combinations and things like that. Um, first of all, to talk to us about some of the additions that have that have come into the side and, um, yeah, how, how that's sort of working for you guys. Yeah, so uh, I suppose at the start of the season, we knew we had um, Chrissy. She was a front rower that come from down at, oh, she's living in Brisbane now. She's living in Warrenbar. So she's been a pretty big inclusion for us. She takes really tough runs for us through the middle. Um, and then same with um, Punny's come up from Warrenbar as well. She played in Gold Stars last year, um, which has been really good. She's like, yeah, she's just such a good player. She She's a she's a great person to have on your inside or your outside. Like, you you know what you get with her. Um, and then obviously we've, as of last week, we did, got back um, to make her. She come back and played um, for us, which is such a big inclusion to our um, side. Like she's, you know, you can never, yeah, words can't describe how good it is just to have someone there that, you know, is that caliber of player and, and can make something out of nothing. Um, and then same with Hayley Maddox. Like she's a really good runner of the ball. And um, she can pass. So it's good to have them girls come in. Yeah, Mariah, again, you're very, very modest. And we talked about your roster, if you remember, um, last season. I'm not good with numbers, but I think there was like 32 or maybe even more players that ran through your roster. And you talk about the consistency of having those players there. Um, You also spoke about Tamika Upton coming back and, you know, it's great. And, yes, I think she scored two or three tries on the weekend. Yeah, three tries. Yeah, but let's not forget, like, you know, the first three games, the Capras did not lose a game. So there's something without those superstar players that that the Capras have. So it's, it's great to have them, but let's not underplay what you've got. No, that's exactly right. And, like, Obviously, we did do that, and we've just been so fortunate this year. We've got, um, like, a lot of them girls that come back, and then we had uh, some younger girls that stepped up and that, that have played them games as well, um, even the preseason games. And we're just really lucky at the moment that we've got a um, we've got enough players. Like, for instance, last week we, or the weekend just gone, we had four girls that weren't eligible to play, but we still had four girls that could equally fill them spots for us. So... Um, that train each week, so it's we're just very fortunate this season to to be able to you know expand um, our playing roster, I suppose. Yeah, no, to have that depth of the club, I mean, it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to benefit the team moving forward for years to come. You know, a lot of these younger players who we talk, we spoke about. You know, last year on our road show, you know, they were just sort of finding their way, yeah. and now they're sort of you know getting more and more experience. It's great to see. All right, well, let's quickly recap the season that, that, that has been so far. So an 18-14 win uh, against the Panthers in that opening round, really, really narrow um, to your point. You know, if, if it goes another way, bounce of the ball type thing, what, what does that season look like for you? Because, again, it's trying to build that early season confidence. Uh, we roll roll through um, into round two um, and a really narrow victory, uh, eight points to four against Wynnum. Um, do you want to talk us through a couple of those uh, those early rounds? Because... Again, and we spoke about this last time on the show, you know, at what point do you realise you've got a really good football team on your hands? You're still trying to find your identity. But, um, yeah, talk us through those first couple of rounds because they were very, very close-fought victories. 
Yeah, they were. They were, they were very gritty, actually, like um, playing it. You know, you felt buggered the whole time. But I just think um, in previous years, we probably weren't we probably weren't ready to get into a grind and stay in there and, and fully commit to it. Maybe in previous years, we might have just, you know, girls would have given up. Whereas this year, everyone's there for each other. Like we, there's like a never, never die attitude. Like we literally, it was, you know, to the buzzer, we played to the buzzer now. And um, yeah, we just, yeah, we're just there for each other, I suppose. Yeah, you love that, you know. Like, at the end of the day, it's just about winning the games, getting the two competition points, and you guys didn't, uh, yeah, certainly didn't give up the fight there and, and two really gritty performances. Um, the grit continues. Round three, roll in, 26 points to 16 victory over the Magpies. Again, only 10 points in that. You know, again, you talk about, you know, some of the moments within games that could have changed the, the season for you. Um, and then round four, um, you know, last round where, you know, probably arguably, um, you know, your, your most impressive performance, you know, 20 points to nil against the Tigers. That obviously uh, puts you first first at, on the table uh, at this at this moment. But um, I guess, you know, one of the things we wanted to do is obviously preview the big clash in round five coming up against the North Queensland Gold Stars. Um, let's talk about the enemy to start with, uh, and then we'll, we'll dive into your roster a little bit more. Um, hey, how about these Gold Stars, my friend? They're, they're, they're a serious football team. Yeah, they are. They're phenomenal. We, we rewatched that video back today and, you know, you just see their power game that they've got. They've got a lot of go forward. And, yeah, they after they played Burley on the weekend, you know, it, it just goes to show that they've got a lot of depth there and they're going to be a tough side to beat. But um, I suppose we'll just see what happens when we come to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tash, I, I guess, you know, Interesting to see how, again, you know, the NRLW plays are kind of fitted into, you know, back into the the, the roster of the Gold Stars. Um, you know, Romy's playing out of position. Um, she's playing sort of in that in that um, in that second row position. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. That was a little bit of a shock. Katie Green getting the getting the nod there to play fullback. Um, so a few little changes in and around the Gold Stars, but um, yeah, definitely a team that is stacked full of confidence at the moment. Yeah, definitely, Dan. I, I think I we were talking to Goose, Karina Brown, last week, and I gave the nod to the Burley Bears just on the experience. And I think the Gold Stars need a little bit more time to gel because they're from, they had that same sort of um, geographical problem. But Romy Titesel, like, I think she's becoming one of my favourites, if not my most favourite. Um, the fact that she's she's got that athleticism about her and that wise, I think she's only 23. She captained, she was the youngest captain in the NRLW uh, for the Knights. And so, and she played at fullback, which we know is a really difficult position. You've really got to know the game. You've got to bark the orders, keep the, your team on defence. But she's also got that body shape for a great second row. Um, and let's not forget Katie Green. We've had her on the show and she is absolutely awesome. And for her to get the nod at fullback, it just shows that the wealth of talent and um, versatility that we already have in our game now and that each player has to has to have in order to keep making these sort of um, teams and, and hopefully rep on us. Mariah, where do you think their big strength is? I mean, I, I can I can sort of uh, see the type of football that they're playing. You know, you can definitely see their style. But where where do you think they're sort of most dangerous? Well, after the after the weekend, like I thought they obviously they're pretty much everywhere. When you look at Lauren Moss and the speed that she's got out wide, 
and then you look at the the back rollers, you know, by um, Chennai Power, and then if Rangi Marie, um, Edwards Bruce, she comes back in, you know, they got a pretty powerful edge as well as their forwards, like, and same with Mosby on the edge as well, like, just everywhere. But um, I think on the weekend, obviously they they just had a big power game through the middle. I think I think a lot of their tries were scored through through the middle, so that'll probably be its major strength. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's. Uh, that, that's enough about uh, the quote-unquote enemy, the opposition. Let's throw it over to your team because, uh, you know, you talk about talent sitting at the top of the table and there's certainly a lot there. But um, let, let's talk about yourself. Um, talk about your own personal journey this year, your own play, you know, how, how you've found um, season 2022. And, um, you know, you've just mentioned some of the heavyweights um, in the forwards that you're going to be coming up against personally. Um, you know, I, I, I know that you, you live for this, you love this, but yeah, talk us through some of those individual ba- battles and reflect on the season that you've had as a player, because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been, you know, it's been very, very impressive, my friend. Yeah, it's a, it's, well, I've, we've had a good start to the season. I'll just give kudos to, to all my team that, that I play alongside each week. Um, but yeah, it's been a good season. Like, you know, last year when I played, it wasn't very long after having my little girl and, like I thought I was fit then, and then when I started my preseason this year, and I was like, "You are nowhere near as fit as you need to be." Um, but yeah, so that that's probably obviously been a, a big key um, to helping me succeed this season. And um, yeah, I, I do just love the battle up against um, back rollers, and um, you know, and I've had a bit of a I had a bit of a chop and change for the first two weeks. Like the, I think the second week I played in the halves, and you know. It was it was just chopped and changed everywhere, but uh, I'm really enjoying this season. So hopefully we can we can keep it up and um, my performance can stay up for the rest of the season. Mariah, we talk about um, you know with the with the women's game, we're seeing um, forwards, you know that are, that are now taking the conversions. I mean, like. <laughs> The game the and you, my friend, are responsible for the conversions. And you just mentioned that you play in the halves as well. Can you talk me a little bit around how that comes about and, and what happens to make that happen? Look, I when I first started my career, I suppose I started in the halves and, and Amanda knew that because when I was selected for my first ever Capra's team when I was 17, um, you know, they selected me in the halves and then eventually I just moved to the back row and I sort of just stayed there and um, we needed someone that was, you know, that could, um, I suppose, run some form of structure and and also deliver, um, I suppose, on the field. And, yeah, they, Amanda said, gave me the nod and, and let me play there. Um, but, yeah, obviously with Haley and that back in the side, it's all beneficial for the team for me to be in back row. Yeah, it is, mate. But you, you, you're kicking goals, like literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I know. It's it's so common now to, to watch, you know, back rowers and and sometimes props take the conversion. So it's such an amazing evolution into our game. And um, mate, do you think you'll keep those um, kicking stats and conversions going through the remainder of the season? Well, I hope so. I thought if I missed the second one on the weekend, I might have got dropped, but <laughs> I didn't. So <laughs> I'd say no. You just you just keep slotting them. That's for sure. Um, yeah. All right. A few more questions for you in terms of some of your teammates. And we spoke a little bit about Tamika. Just quickly, um, 
uh, on her performances. Uh, I feel like we're talking, you know, sort of getting to her career, best form. Um, but in, in saying that, I really feel like we're still just scratching the surface in terms of where she can get to. A um, bit of inside goss in terms of, you know, Tamika obviously settling back into your club. Um, again, it's difficult to put into words, but, you know, her, her ability as an attacking threat um, when you're in good ball, it's uh, it's pretty special. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. She's She'll just make something out of nothing, um, you know, and taking those runs back um, when she catches the ball, she's just... She just knows where to knows where to stay, and you know for those for those good runs, and it, it's great to have her back on our side, um, you know, and and to be able to just play alongside her again. Right, we, we talk about Tamika Upton, incredible athlete, but I think there's one another great athlete that's come back into the Capras, um, and that being Haley Maddock. And I'm sure Haley Maddock is taking some deep breaths going, well, I've got Tamika Upton there at fullback because just from my um, personal viewpoint, I don't think Haley Maddock was comfortable in that fullback position. So tell me about her role as a playmaker, as the number six. I think it's better suited for her. Yeah, it definitely is. You know, she's a good, she's a good ball runner. Um, and obviously she's got a lot of people around her who can take them tough carries and, and you know, um, sort of take the flies off her, I suppose, um, in terms of, you know, people running good lines around her. Um, you know, she won't get wedged um, in the line. But, um, yeah, she's such a good player. You know, I've watched her play touch a lot. And, you know, her season at the Broncos when Tamika was out, she, she still, even though she might not have, you know, we were expecting her to be a Tamika Upton, you know, she still played phenomenal um, in those roles and did the job for them. So, yeah, absolutely, a, a different type of athlete, um, someone who's just a, you know very much a natural to the game, and um, you 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 nailed it. You know her ability to run the ball. You know that that's that's going to be the key, and, and slowly increasing her physicality as well. So. Yeah, definitely very, very damaging there. All right, let's give a little bit of love to some of your outside backs there because, um, you know, they, they, you know, certainly some some points, some um, some speed. Uh, yeah, let, let's let's shed a bit of love for your outside backs. Yeah, so obviously we've got the likes of Reese Fredvara and we've got Jess Powell and um, Emma Packy. Um, you know, only 19 and she's absolutely killing it at the centres at the moment. And then we've got um, Crystal Salter as well and she's such a, such a calm, cool, um, collected sort of girl. And, you know, she's able to take tough carries for us coming out as well. So um, they're pretty good. Like, and like when, I suppose you don't really appreciate it until you, until you actually start playing alongside everyone. You're like, oh, it's nice to have these people on our team. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not playing against them. <laughs> exactly. That that that's when you know you're in a you you've definitely got a high quality football team. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're in my locker locker room and not the oppositions. That's for sure. Um, you touched on uh, halfback Parney there. Um, can you talk a little bit more about her style, her play for those that haven't seen her her play previously? Yeah, um, yeah, Parney's really good. She's um, you know, such a, a cool, um, collected sort of um, person when she plays and um. You know, she just she's just good to have out there, sets us up where we need to be, and um, knows how to get us to to the places. And um, yeah, just such a good runner of the footy, and knows how to push through a hole, which is good. 
I'm going to throw to Mon for this one because I know you're burning to ask about the the dummy half, the hooker role. Uh, you know, for for those for our listeners that don't know, Mon Mon plays uh, uh, a little bit of dummy half and hooker for my mighty Newcastle Knights again, the greatest franchise in the world. I've said that a few times, um, uh, but Mon, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Um, you. We'll dig in a little bit um, about uh, yeah some of the dummy half play that's that's happening up in the Capras. Um, yeah, uh, just what kind of advantages do, do your does your dummy half and hooker provide for you like you know obviously good service and good strong D is the bread and butter of every single hooker um you know show some love towards towards her yeah so uh Mackenzie Reed she normally plays as our um lucky number nine on our side and you know she's a she like what he said she's good in defense um she's good uh in attack as well, you know, she knows when to run the ball, she knows when to pass. Um, yeah, she's just very cool, calm and collected. And then we've obviously got uh, Util off the bench in the Tyler Phillips as well as um, Regan Beardmore. Um, you know, they can come in and fill that fill that role for us as well. So, um, but yeah, kudos to Ken. She's, you know, played just about every single minute for this season. And, you know, it's we all know that they do a lot of work in the middle when you look at her tackle count as well as her runs and you know, she's yeah, does a good job for us, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely a busy position. Uh battered and bruised as Mon can certainly attest to after the weekend, <laughs> but uh, no, uh we, we, we definitely love our dummy halves. Um all right, let's talk about your forward pack because um, you know, when you talk about North uh, Queensland Gold Stars, um they have uh, obviously quality uh, across the park, um, you know, certainly in their outside backs, in their halves. But, you know, this is certainly going to be a clash in the middle. Um, you've got a lot of lot of confidence in your pack. Talk, talk us through um, some of the standouts for you so far this year and some of the players you'd be expecting to sort of stand up and really sort of show what, you know, what Capra's football is all about. Yeah, I think um, I think the likes of Chrissy and, and, and Gemma, like they'll start us off. And you know they're they're good they're good go forward girls and you know, they're not they're not afraid to get in and um, you know have a dig I suppose um, but yeah and then we've got a got a pretty good strong bench too as well that will come on and replace them um, when they've done too much work um, but yeah they're they're just good like Gemma Gemma's probably going to be the standout I I think throughout the game like she's she's always a big game player and. And she's not afraid to, to get in and have a go, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, and uh, just quickly, your coaching staff, a little bit of love to, to, the, to the coaches there. Talk to us a little bit about the setup. And, uh, again, for those that aren't too aware about, um, yeah, the behind-the-scenes workings of your club, um, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we've got um, our coach, obviously, Amanda Hall. So, um, yeah, she does a really good job for us. She pretty much does everything, but... Um, she, she, we've also got other people there that, that do their mother jobs. Um, we've got Daniel Burns as well, and he's, um, he's our league safe, I suppose, if that's what you call him, or trainer. Um, and then we've got um, Shani Upton's mum, uh, which is Tracy Upton, um, as well as Tamika Upton's mum on our on our side as well. And she's a she's a great um, she's a great person to have. You know, she's an Australian touch player, and you know phenomenal person to have on your side when you're when you're trying to get out of your own end and she's there screaming at you telling what you need to do i i love it and uh i guess we 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 all cannot wait for this uh titanic clash you know there's only a few more rounds left 
of the competition. <laughs> we can't believe it. it. It goes so quickly. Capra's coming up against the Gold Stars. I'll throw the last question over to Tash because she kind of was, was chatting to you a little bit off air about your captaincy, your style as a skipper. I'll throw it over to Tash to talk about, you know, maybe some of the words that you may or may not have to your team in the lead up to this one or potentially at halftime. Yeah, look, it's always a tough gig being captain, um, especially under the dip conditions that the Capras have. Um, obviously, your leadership is, you know, pretty damn good. You're four from four. Uh, but there's got to be something special. What's your go-to thing in the shed when you're two points down at half time? Oh, it's just about us. You know, it's about what if we want to do it for our mates, we're going to do it for our mates no matter what, um, you know, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in, you know, hard work gets the results. So um, like what I say to the girls, follow me into battle and, and um, I'll fight for you. I love that. I love that. And that will definitely, uh, definitely get the team going. And uh, now look, it, it's, it's been an incredible season so far from the Capras, but certainly not done. The work's not done. There's plenty, uh, plenty of big games coming up. No, none more so than the game against the Gold Stars. We'll be tuning in and, uh, and supporting you guys. So yeah, all the, uh, all the very best for the, for the big clash. And uh, yeah, we just, we just cannot wait to see who comes out on top in this one. Mariah, I'm going to put you on a question without notice. And you can be diplomatic. I get that. You've got the gold stars coming up. But who truly, uh, I mean, it could be the gold stars. Who is the team that you think is the biggest threat? No one else is 4-0 but you guys, the Capras. Who do you think is the biggest threat to that? Um, Honestly, West Brisbane Panthers. Wow. I think... um, even though they're not, even though they're not sitting at the top of the table at the moment, if you watch their, you know, last three games that they've played, other than the, other than the loss, uh, well, they had two losses, but you know, if you watch their, if you watch their games back and you see where they're progressing, um, you know, they've got a lot of go for it, and you know, they've got a lot of experienced girls like um, Caitlin Moran. You know, has played, played for Australia, played for you know the Origin side as well, so. Uh, I think they'll be one to watch. Um, and then obviously um, Gold Stars are on par with them. So um, they'll be definitely uh, the two teams that I think will be, you know, looking That's, for those top four. Thank you for your insight. No one knows better than the person at the top of the ladder and uh, the Capras are there and you're the captain of that. And so that's great insight. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly. I wouldn't put your house on it though, but (laughs) (laughs) that was going to be my disclaimer is like, there is just so much variability in this competition at the moment. And, and you hit the point, like there are teams that are only just scratching the surface in terms of their potential combinations are still being formed. You know, players are still, you know, warming into the the season and getting themselves into form. So the best football's ahead, which uh, again, makes us uh, even more excited for round five of the BMD uh, Queensland Premiership. Uh, tune in, get down to your local um, to to watch these uh, watch these games. Um, you'll see um, some of the best football. Um, so you cannot wait to see that. Um, right, thank you so much for jumping on a mojo. But we're going to continue to talk to you. We're going to carry you f- through to our next segment, rapid fire, um, as we preview. Well, we head down to the New South Wales State Competition. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. 
All right, guys. Well, let's, uh, as we mentioned, move down to New South Wales. Uh, we obviously just finished off round one. We're moving now into round two of the Harvey Norman New South Wales Women's Premiership. And uh, I guess the feature game for the week is the Central Coast Roosters coming up against the West Tigers. Um, Tash, I'm going to throw it over to you to get your prediction on this one. Obviously, the Coast, uh, they had that awkward sort of first round bye um, I, I guess let's start there and, and then we want to get your prediction. Um, you know, there's obviously a few players that have probably would have enjoyed the rest and the recovery, but yeah, you, you probably never want your buy round one. No, no, Dan, but like there's been so much, uh, you know, player movement in the Harvey Norman women's premiership that it's really very, very exciting. I think the competition's very much open. Um, as we know, the central coast roosters went through undefeated, uh, last year. Um, I'd love to see their team sheet. Unfortunately, it was round one and we didn't get to see that because they had the buy. Um, but I'm still going to back them. I think the Central Coast Roosters, are, uh, you know, a lo- the core of them played together in the um, NRLW. And I think coming into so early round two, they've always, they've got that core gel. Um, but as I said last week, um, I don't think that might be the case as we move further into the competition um, with the Queensland competition. I, I think that will change. So, yeah, roundabout way, I'm going uh, the Roosters to take this out, but I'm not I'm not set on them taking out the GF. Mariah, what's your thoughts on this one? Obviously, we like to get the Queensland players' perspective on New South Wales and vice versa. I'm sure you guys keep an eye on, on sort of how players are moving, but... Um, to Tasha's point, you know, the Roosters are champs. I mean, very, very difficult to defeat in the past. So until someone comes out and does it, I, I guess, you know, the, the throne is theirs. But what's your prediction coming into round two? Effectively, the first game for the Roosters and the West Tigers coming off uh, a narrow victory against South Sydney. Yeah, I think um, I think Central um, or the Roosters, Central Coast Roosters, I think they'll, um, you know, play very well and they'll probably, probably get the win over it. But, you know, they've the Tigers have got a, a lot of good players there, you know, and a lot of good leadership. So, you know, it could be they could be an underdog and, and take it out as well. But yeah, my my money would be on Brewster. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, 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 as much as I'm a massive Knights fan, there's a lot of local players in the, in that Roosters squad. So I've got a lot of love for them. But don't you love the underdog? You know, it, it, it's hard not to support these underdogs to try and get the victory there and. Uh, you know, I, I tell you what, Emily Curtin, uh, Sophie Curtin, you know, we, we've had them on the show previously, but, you know, we're looking at potentially, uh, you know, something that can be built over years and years to come there at the West Tigers. So, you know, they've really got some foundational pieces that they can be very, very proud and build build this club around. So, um, yeah, look, for me, I'm going to go out there and say, why not? You know, maybe maybe we see like a, a little bit of an upset here to shock the world. So West Tigers, um, let's go and Emily Curtin, Phil Goal, um, to, you know, one-point victory there from the West Tigers. Uh, Mon, thoughts on this one? Now, Now, obviously, a little bit of a biased perspective. You're not going to be wanting to show too much love to your opposition. But, uh, yeah, what's your thoughts in this one? The Chooks, obviously, uh, they hit away uh, with that first-round bye. And the Tigers, that was a gritty performance against the Rabbitohs. Yeah, um, exactly right, Dan. Um, I think, you know, even though the Tigers um, may be considered the underdogs for this, I think, after coming off this win um, this week, I reckon they'll be able to bring that momentum into this game against the Roosters. Um, either way, it is, is going to be an awesome matchup. But I am going to go with uh, Mariah and Tars and back the Roosters. Um, you know, they've got some 
lots of experience that carries down from their NRL Premiership um, winning side. Um, and, you know, Jamie Brezard broke our Newcastle Knights heart this week and she's actually gone over and signed with the Centre Coast Roosters. Um, so she brings a great a great deal. It's an absolute huge loss to lose her at our club, but the Roosters are going to soak her up and absolutely um, take full advantage of Jamie and, and the rest of the girls there. Yeah, I love it. It's going to be an interesting one. Can't can't wait to see the Roosters kick off their campaign, and you know, let's see whether um, you know the the Tigers can continue their role. Um, you know, they're certainly building towards something special. But um, you know, to all of our you know rugby league supporters out there, whether you're in Queensland, whether you're in New South Wales, get down and watch these state competitions. This is some of the best rugby league that you will see. Um, the best rugby league you'll see on the planet outside of the NRLW, this stuff is the best you'll see. Queensland, New South Wales, get down and support your local football teams. Um, there's going to be some incredible football played. All right, Mariah, thank you so much for jumping on the show again. Uh, we'll certainly have you back more and more as we continue to follow your mighty uh, Capras. Um, so proud of uh, your team, you know, what you guys have been able to achieve so far this season. But as I kept mentioning, this is only the beginning, my friend. Huge clash against the Gold Stars. We wish you all the luck in the world. And, uh, um, yeah, very, very, again, very, very proud of everything you're building there at the club. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. So come and, you know, talk about our our club out here in the middle of nowhere. So, um, yeah, it's been great. No, I love it. I think we could talk rugby league for many, many hours. And, again, thank you for joining the show. Uh, Tash, Mon, uh, another busy week of rugby league. It just continues. Mon, you stay healthy. Uh, and all the best for your for your footy coming up as well. And to our listeners, uh, thank you for your continued support of the Women in League show. We really do appreciate it. How can you help support us? Continue to download the download our episodes. Don't just listen. We can't see you. Download, download, download the episodes. Share with family and friends. And until next week, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.